Here we are. We're back. We're back. Couldn't I'm get rid licking, of us. I'm licking the mic boom. <laughs> like, <as we> <laughs> so nobody else can hear. So nobody else can hear. Love it. it. I'm going to lick my boom. <laughs> Which is not no. getting dirty. No, no. It's just the microphone boom. For those of you that are listening, we got new people in the studio. Yes. It's nice. Yeah. Don't have Thank to hold you. Don't have to hold your microphone. I'm no longer <laughs> holding microphone in my mouth. Okay. And then switching it on and off when I have to burp and yeah. fart during the broadcast uh, yeah. we do we got it so anyway um thank you everybody for joining us uh, we forget a little number bit eight or nine yeah we're up there uh, when i matter. when i posted on the twitter and, and on, yeah you uh, don't need to keep putting no. that number now we don't care you know it's, it's well it keeps track okay i keep in I, case I, you I don't actually, know which one you listen I, to. I actually do keep a log so i know what topics we talked about in yeah, each one so so once, so once we get up enough people and we say something controversial, we can go back and look. Figure out which one we have to delete. <laughs> exactly. See which one we have to apologize for. Yeah. So, by the way, I won't be apologizing. <laughs> so anyway, um, lots going on between, uh, the, between now and the last time we talked. But let's start out with last night's uh, Monday Night Football game, Steelers 27, oh Bengals Steelers are three. not going 0-16. They're not. They're not without Big Ben. So, <clears throat> what were your initial thoughts? Like, I even, I even, Two, uh, right away, yeah, go immediately. Ahead. Go ahead. What'd you notice? Bengals are horrible. That's one. Yeah. Two is, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be very good either. All right. Uh, I will tell you this. Pittsburgh's defense last night, and and I don't know if it's because it was the Bengals, mm-hmm. but their defense looked like an NFL defense for the first time in four games. Right. Now, I don't know if this it's because Cincinnati couldn't didn't try to throw to their tight ends, which Pittsburgh has elected not to cover the first three weeks, mm-hmm. or they just don't have the talent on the offensive line. I mean, they're bad. They're all in fours. It's right. like saying Dallas lost to New Orleans is a shocker when they beat the Redskins, the Giants, and the Dolphins. <laughs> the schedule has a little bit to do with it. Right. I, I'm not convinced just Pittsburgh like... having to pull out the Wildcat from four years ago just to try to get some, some to get some running get some running lanes up yeah um, I get it the other thing and, and you've probably watched better than I did on this for the, for the Steelers I don't understand why their offensive line has regressed <clears throat> I don't think their offensive line is nearly as good as it was last year I think pass protection wise last night they were really good I think they they were better no running Maybe, lanes I, not really any running lanes Mason Rudolph didn't get touched so passing I do you blame it on not having Munchak? Yes. Is that what you blame? I do. Okay. I, I think that's fifty um, percent of it. But but obviously either Villanueva or someone has regressed. Villanueva notoriously starts slow and gets better as the year goes on. Last week he got owned. He did by Bosa. He got. He, really he just did. got. Owned. Bosa does that to a lot. He does. He's, he does. He's talented. <clears throat> but I, I think that you've got some. You know, Gilbert isn't there anymore. Uh, there's been yeah, but some, he was honestly, if you'd have asked Steeler fans, he'd have been the one they said let him go. I, I know, but but there's the but there's a there is a thing with offensive lines. There's continuity, continuity. absolutely, and and it might They're really much it, it might take a few games. Hell, they didn't play as a unit really in the preseason. They really didn't. They didn't play anybody. In the no, preseason. so so it, it it could take it could take a few games to get that continuity. I thought last night certainly, and you could say you know well it's the Bengals, but the Bengals have a pretty good front. Uh, they they don't have good linebackers. Okay, um, there were some lanes opened up. You know they they ran for over a hundred yards. Connor and Samuels bo- both broke a couple of uh, decent runs during they the did. night. But um, I thought where I was more impressed with the offensive line was in pass protection. Mason Rudolph didn't get touched. He had good stats. He had really good. No. But you could say he was throwing three yard passes. I was just going to say and he, he was didn't throwing, throw the ball down the field. Right, he didn't. But. He really, on those passes where he was going back and, and scanning the field and looking for a downfield pass, he wasn't running for his life. He wasn't getting, you know, guys up in his face. He threw a couple of balls where there seemed, like two or three balls where there seemed to be like a miscommunication. He threw the ball and there was nobody there. Oh, I and get, the receiver I get gone. miscommunication. Yeah. But he really, it really wasn't because he was rushed. He was not rushed. No. But, uh, again, I don't know how many catches Juju had last night. Three. Uh, three. three. I think he had three. But... He, he hasn't shown up, and it's because he's getting double teamed. Sure. And it's because Moncrief started the season by dropping every ball thrown to him. 
And then was it Johnson last night, the first series fumble? John, Johnson, no, uh, yeah, it was Deontay Johnson. Yeah, yeah, he fumbled. Right. But the defense held him to three. And it was the only points Bengals got. Right. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, they're a game out of first place. And the Baltimore Ravens defense just got punked. Got annihilated. Just punched it him out by right. Cleveland. Right. On the road. Like, at Baltimore. Juju, so Juju had three receptions for 15 yards exactly. last night. That's all he had. Their leading receiver was James Conner, 8 for 63. And that's because Deont- he's dumping them. Uh, but but their, the, the second highest receiver was Deontay Johnson, six catches for 77 yards, including that nice touchdown. Yeah, not bad. Um, I think it has a lot to do with the way Cincinnati is play- dropping their linebackers. Right. Uh, they wanted him to drop it down because they thought they could come up and make but he was getting if seven yards. If you getting yards, seven, seven, eight yards of play they, until they stop you. And they didn't change. They didn't, no. They, they did no they adjustments didn't make an at halftime no. whatsoever. No. So uh, what do I think about the game? I'm not impressed with either team. Um, I think the Bengals might be a four or five win team all year. Right. Um, and I don't think Pittsburgh's going to get eight. If Pittsburgh beats Baltimore on Sunday, does that change your mind? Depends yeah. on how they beat Baltimore. If they beat Baltimore 13-10, yeah. maybe. Okay. But I don't think Baltimore's defense has been horrendous the yeah. last two weeks. Yeah. Kansas City, you expect. Sure, but not <clears throat> for Nick Chubb to go on an 80-yard touchdown run against the Baltimore Ravens. He was untouched. Yeah. I, I just It was like the parting of the Purple Sea. Well, and it was a pitch to the right. Yeah. It's like it's, a it, was just wide, it was just wide open. He cut back, and mm-hmm. one linebacker overran it. One cornerback right. got blocked, right. and it was over. Um, well, he's got some speed for a big guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Got some wheels. Out of Auburn? No, Georgia. 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 All right, well, whatever it was, that dude, you can see why it's a youth game. I could make some great T-shirts. Right. A youth with Chubb. No, it's like <laughs> Chubb as your yeah, The Browns have a Chubb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, the, the worst part about it is everybody right. at the beginning of the year said, before Ben got hurt, that Cleveland is the new champion of the division. Yeah, they were they, being crowned. They, they got the most talent, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, they can be beat. Like, look, look, they're as inconsistent as hell. They got their asses handed to them in week one by Tennessee at home and Marcus Mariota. I know, and then Marcus Mariota won again this week. Yeah, so but the he's following like rolling week, doubles. That's like everybody in the AFC. Uh, they either look at or they suck. Except for the, the Patriots. Well, even the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers are inconsistent. are inconsistent. And look, the Patriots and the, the Chiefs came damn close to losing this past week. You know, games they sh- shouldn't have even been close. Reach and, your hand if you lost money on the I'm sure you did. Seven. I'm sure you did. I did. I yeah, but I mean, I, I'll, give, I'll give this much. I think Buffalo's defense is underrated. I think their defense is actually pretty pretty decent. I think the team's pretty decent at home. Yeah. Um, again, but I don't know. That division is still oh, New England's so the, bad, and the, the Dolphins are just so bad. And the Jets lost their quarterback to Mono. I mean, Mono who knows what? Yeah. That's way he should be back in a week or two. I've had Mono. It's, there's nothing worse. It's there's just it's it's debilitating. It, it is, and it, it's going to take him a while to recover. I mean, because getting over the fatigue is the worst that's part. You're, you're so sick. You're exhausted. Weak. Yeah. You're just so weak. Yeah. So, I mean, my thoughts on the Steeler game were like, look, you won a game. It was a W. Okay. You and they needed it. And they needed it. I mean, and you know what? Maybe, maybe the Bengals were exactly what they needed. They needed to go in and kick somebody's ass and, you know, and and <clears throat> and take it from there. And maybe it'll lead on to bigger and better things. I I like, and I, I, I know I mentioned this on Twitter, I liked the acquisition of of um, Nick Vanette from uh, from Seattle for a fifth round pick. Um, I don't I don't know much about him. I, my whole thing is obviously everybody in the NFL is going to watch that game tape, right. and they're going to see that he doesn't throw the ball past the tight end taking two steps. He dumps it down if his first option is a dump off pass, and what that means is he's the same as every backup quarterback in the league. He's told to get the ball out of his hands, right. and he does it quickly. Right. There's going to be teams, like good teams, that they're going to play. 
that are going to stack the box. Sure. And they're not going. They're going to cover Connor before he's eight yards downfield. Right. So he's right. going to have to go through his progressions and wait for that receiver to get open. What did you think of the play of Jalen Samuels? Because he didn't get like, any. He didn't get any love against San Francisco. I thought he did a great job. I, I think thought that's he, his best game of his career, personally. And I think that um, I loved in the Wildcat. And again, you know, look, it's the Wildcat. And you can think what you want about it. Um, I love the way he handles the ball. He's got great. I'll tell hands. you what I liked about it. He threw out of it. Yeah. And color me shocked on that because. Yeah. I, who knew he could throw? Well, he was a multi-dimensional threat at North Carolina Not a quarterback. State. No, but I mean, he as a <laughs> but he lined up as tight end. He was he a tight end. He lined up he did. because he's got great hands. He he's does. got really, really good hands. But the only and, way the wildcat will work, yeah, is if you run and throw out of it. Right, and, and he, he can't just run. Out and he can. He, he, really he can. Does. So he's. I he, think he threw it further downfield than Rudolph. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not being funny. Well, on, that. Uh, on average. Ball, uh, the number of yards the ball was in the air, uh, perhaps. Yeah, uh, Rudolph you know, had averaged three yards of uh, attempts. Yeah, three but points. somebody brought up an interesting point. I, I was I was reading online today. Um, Colin Calhurd, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Calhurd. I know you love him. I do. He was just he went on like this four or five minute rant about you know that the Steelers still suck and it basically, and he was talking about you know the average yards per pass. And it was exactly the same of what Brady has. And the only one higher was Mahomes. Okay. So people brought up, and some of the responses were, Brady's been doing this for like the past two or three years. This two is three. this His is whole career. Well, yeah, but I mean, there was a time in his career where he could really, really throw the ball down. Yeah, but he had Moss. But, but all he does is crossing patterns and drops off to his backs and yards after the catch. Yeah. If it works, it works. I mean, and why doesn't every other team do it? And Cincinnati did nothing to adjust last night. No, they, they didn't. couldn't stop it. So why would you? Why would you do anything else? I wouldn't. Right. I would have done exactly what they did. Right. Every dump down pass they got got seven yards. Right. And the linebackers were all dropping. Right. Um, that's bad coaching by Cincinnati. It's bad players. I think that we're so worried about getting beat. Right. Deep by the Steelers receivers, they just <clears throat> were didn't want. They gave them a bigger cushion. Right. But Tom Brady has survived in this league on pick plays, playing games crossing like that, patterns, crossing patterns, dumping yeah. down to the running back, jet sweeps, and then you know. twice a game when you actually fall for his fate to the running back, yeah, he, he throws, throws it downfield, and he right. throws a perfect ball, right? Right. But, um, say what you want, but the Patriots have won how many Super Bowls, and they're now four and zero, and he's not changed a thing. No, they're crossing routes. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. I mean, occasionally you might get one or two calls a game where the official will call a pick, where they'll call. Not very often. But it's not very often. It's and, not. It, and I think that's Belichick's MO. He's like, I'm going to keep running it. They, they can't call us on every play. Right. If I they run can't. it 30 times, yeah. then we're successful 28. Yeah. Isn't, go, we'll take the two we'll keep, penalties. We'll take those two penalties, exactly. Because yeah, we're going to score. Speaking, speaking of penalties. Oh, don't get me started. That, That's that my, offensive passive. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to no. open up on a ramp. No, that, that, that was just the most. And, and it's, it, and even uh, Coach Tomlin's press conference today, it's kind of like, what? You know, I don't know I, what to challenge, she said. Yeah, I don't know what to challenge. No. And he challenged the call last night where the Pittsburgh defender had his hand on the guy's back. Yeah, that, that, that was our receiver. That was Holton. It was because it was offensive pass interference uh, was called. He didn't push. He didn't push. No, the the ball was uncatched, like he didn't was uncatchable. I should say he threw it up where the defender was between him and the ball, and he couldn't see it. Right. He didn't bring it in. There was no. There was just a regular NFL play. Right. And somebody called through a flag, and then they were viewing. Riveron has a chance to reverse this. Yeah, and. He did. No, they go. They haven't. They won't reverse it. It's impossible. Even there even, are games on Sunday. Even the guy in the booth that they had there last night, the That's official. Right. That's right. He's like, this doesn't look like offensive no, pass interference. This is going to get reversed. Uh, this is going to get reversed. And lo and behold, Al Riveron with his Patriots jersey on in the NFL office, <laughs> he's like, no, nah, that looks good. That yeah, I think that was. I think they just won't do it to show the other guys. Ah. They won't show the other yeah. officials up. Well, that Even was on a, Sunday, there was a pass interference call. that was not called. And the guy jumped. Not only did he grab the front of his uh, shoulder pads as he went up, 
Right. But he face guarded, never looked back for the ball, right. and he hit the receiver in the mouth and the face yeah. mask. Yeah. They reviewed it and they said, stands is called, no pass interference. <laughs> now, if you gave anyone that watches football every Sunday, and there are millions of us, right, a jersey and said, this is, what do you think? If you looked at that replay, what would you call? Every one of them would have said it's pass interference. Right. But because he said it wasn't, he missed it. They would not reverse. They wouldn't it. reverse it. So it's again. Um, I I think this the game this, is almost this is a this is a one and done. They're going to reverse. <clears throat> excuse me. They're going to reverse this rule at the end of this year. Okay. It's not coming back. There, there, there's no. It's already been a freaking catastrophe. Alre- it's, it's already. A, and do you have audio of Roger Goodell chiming in? No. <laughs> no. Can you play that? I got it. No, I don't have it on the board. Do you, do you have a I, I sound have, clip of crickets? Yeah, well, I could, could, I, could I could probably pull that up for you if yeah, you wanted to. Let's yeah. play that. Um, not a word. Which, no. which, which, and still, nothing about Antonio Brown and the crickets mm-hmm. and calling his uh, co- a general manager a cracker. Well, he, he's, he's, he's back in college, uh, Antonio. Yeah. He so. can't even speak English. Back in <laughs> he needs to be in college. Well, the uh, before we get off uh, before we get off the Steelers, I want to say something about the defense. L- last night was just late. they had eight sacks. It's the most sacks I think they've had since uh, they played since they yeah, played. Well, probably, <laughs> and it's the most sacks that Andy Dalton's ever taken in his career. Um, I think one of the things you're looking at is that bad offensive line. Steelers could just pin, pin their ears back. They did have a four man rush. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bud Dupree and. Watt were in the backfield all night long. But Dupree and, must need paid. Well, you could tell he's contract on contract here. here. Yeah, Looks no like doubt. He was shot out of the cannon. I know. Place. I know. Not only that, but he timed the snap perfectly on like two or three different of those. Yeah, they weren't edge rushers. They weren't adapting at all or doing anything uh, to but give that guy it, some since help. Since he did nothing. No. Uh, it's the NFL coaching manual. You're not allowed to let your left right tackles. Uh, just let him keep getting beat because it's yeah. an insult to, to like chip him with a running back or keep a tight end in. Well, they did go to Tyler Eifert a couple of times. I got to give Mark Barron some credit last night. Um, he actually showed up. He had, I believe, eleven tackles. He had a lot of tackles, but, but I don't think he was. I still not, yeah, I'm not impressed with Mark Barron. He had eleven tackles, eight solos. It doesn't um, matter how many tackles one, you have ten yards downfield. He had one tackle for loss. And he had uh, one pass defense. That was that. One, uh, and one that was pass the end. defense. And he was, look, he was right there. That would have required a perfect pass for Are Tyler right? Eifert to catch it. So he was right there. But he Bush, was Bush was the man. Oh, Devin Bush, uh, nine, nine total tackles, seven solos, one sack, uh, three tackles for loss. And even when he didn't get credit for the tackle. The guy was he just was where he should be. Right. Now, I don't know if you can tell him it was. It took him three games to figure out the NFL speed, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but say what you want. He was a beast last night. I think that... Devin Bush was all over the field. And even in the secondary, uh, I thought... Um, uh, actually, Steve, Steven Nelson had a strong game. He did. I think... Uh, I don't think Cam, anybody in the I, think, I could have covered those receivers right. for a half a second. Cam, Cam Sutton had a strong game. Mike Hilton was good in the slot. I don't know um, how you can say that, though, because the quarterback had half a second for yeah, the ball. Yeah, but you say, look, you still got to cover guys. Yeah, you still got to cover them. It's not like, for long. Yeah, I mean, but if you're not covering a guy, he'll know that he can just throw it up there and somebody's going to get it, you know, if well, he doesn't have a lot see, of time. let's just see, because I, I think last night's game said a lot more about Cincy than it did Pittsburgh. Yeah. When you have to go to the wildcat formation to try to get a first down, they still, I've seen, I saw 30 times they tried to run the ball with Connor, where Connor got the handoff. How about the fourth and one play? Yeah, that guy, that, that guy walked in unblocked in the back. No, and he just tackled from behind. And Although, he even screwed up by tackling high. Well, Why doesn't he grab in the ankles when you're if doing If somebody it? blocks that guy, it's a first down. Because if you looked in front of Connor, if, if, if you looked in front of Connor when I looked at the replay, there was a hole there. He'd have just walked through it for two or three yards. So that guy saved a first down. That was the only that was the only thing impeding Connor from getting a first down on that play. All right. That was it. So that was a great individual play on his part. And maybe a maybe a busted Busted block by somebody uh, else. And you know, and, that, and that's the case. Maybe they weren't supposed to block him. They just Maybe, thought Connor they, would hit the hole before he could get there. Very possible. Very but possible. But he did so. bend and come around that corner pretty quick. 
Yeah, yeah. So that was a good individual play. I mean, overall, look, again, a win is a win. You're right. They're, Better they're on the board. Floor. And the funny thing is they're a game out. That's what's hilarious about right. this about the AFC North. They're a game out, and, and they could very easily be tied next week if they beat Baltimore. That's right. They could be tied for first. So then um, everybody the, in the whole sports the, world will have a total different the, the Browns the Browns got the 49ers. So and, and you know, I don't think the 49ers are a joke. I think they're they're pretty I decent. told you beginning of the year they weren't a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Remember before Garoppolo tore his ACL last year, they yeah. were four and up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're they're a good football team. It took him a while to get back. This preseason he looked horrible, but he hadn't seen NFL Game speed action. since he hurt his right. knee. And you know, I don't care what you say. If you've ever hurt any part of your body, if you've ever gotten if you've ever tore ligaments, if you've ever twisted an ankle, whatever, right. you come back, I don't care if you're playing rec room basketball with a bad ankle, you're playing whatever. You do not trust it. No. For the first few times you First two games you play. No. Nope. You really don't. So your favorite, whatever, and I think uh, preseason, he was afraid to run. He was afraid to move in the pocket, whatever. Right. Um, but no, see, he, you're going to find looks, out. He looks that, more comfortable now. You look a lot better than the Rams all of a sudden. Yeah, how about that score? The Rams God. defense looks like They were it. horrible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But that's the funny thing about, um, you know, I, I love part of, I mean, a big part of me loves college football a lot more than pro. Oh, me too. By it's, far, it's by, by you know, by, by a long far. shot. I mean, I and we can get to some college football here because there was there were some really fun games to watch over the yeah. weekend. Um, but you know, the NFL, you just don't know what you're going to get. I mean, again, we mentioned that the Patriots and the Chiefs could have both easily lost. There and, were three home know, teams that won last week. Yeah, four now. The Pittsburgh, the Steelers. Yeah, they were the yeah. fourth on Monday night. Yeah, three home teams. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's unheard of. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine how much money Vegas made on people betting road games because they don't do it. No, no. Well, nobody bets road teams. Speaking of a road team, the Oakland Raiders went in and beat the Colts, but Vontez Perfect, at least for right now, is suspended for the rest of the year. As he should be. I agree. Um, I agree. Dirty. This guy is a serial. Dirty player. This isn't yeah. his first offense. Hell, it's not oh, his second no, offense. No, no. It's not That's his funny. third. It's not his fourth. Right. Um, he he doesn't get it. Uh, he obviously doesn't care. It's going to cost him between one and two million bucks. Um, they signed him for pretty cheap. But at what point? How many more hits does he have to make before they just say you're done? I mean, what more can you give? He him might be year? on his last try. So he's he out for the year this year. Which yeah. Is well. What? Let's see, because there's going to be an appeal. Yeah, but and that's just they, because the they, players you they might have, to. They might knock it down to seven games. You know, it might, whatever. But right. the players union has to appeal. It. Sure, they've no, got they, to defend their own. Then, what are they going to? They say? have to defend their own. They have to defend a guy who's out there trying to take out their other guys, which is a tough place to be. Yeah, and what's your defense, Your Honor? Here's the clip. Um, <laughs> he tripped. <laughs> on the way to make a tackle where a guy was already held up by two other players. That he could have went in there was, with his arms open and his head up and that just was the jumped definition. On the pile. That was the definition of egregious. That, that was, was the that was the reason they made the rule. Right. And that's the reason the stupid quarterback roughing the quarterback horse shit when a defensive lineman, a three hundred and ten pound lineman, is supposed to change their body direction on the way to the ground. Because you're not allowed to land on a quarterback. Right. He's the reason of what he did to Antonio Brown in a playoff game a few years ago. Right. When he was with Cincinnati. That was him. Pac-Man Jones and him. Right. They made them change rules. Because of these guys. You can't land on a quarterback that you had your, your perfect. You tackled him like a textbook tackle, but you landed on him. Right. Yeah, go ahead. How many 310-pound men you know on their way to the ground, halfway to the ground, and change their body and spin off of them on their turn sideways. Down. Turn sideways while you're on there. It's it is <laughs> the NFL is impossible, but under Roger Goodell, right? Goodell tutelage. Yeah. Um, they're ruining the sport. They're ruining the game. It's unwatchable. It's hard if to it's watch. It's not forty-five Com- penalties a half compared to because I, w- I was about to text you the other day. We were, I was watching. Uh, oh shoot! What game was I watching? College or pro? No, it was pro. It was it was Sunday. I, I think it was um Damn it. 
One of the games I was watching was either the Browns, it was either the Browns and the Ravens. I think I was starting to watch the Browns and the Ravens, and I had watched like ten plays, hmm. and six, seven play, six or seven penalties. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to text you and say, yeah, there, there are flags on seventy percent of the plays in this game. Yeah, and not only that, but when they reviewed them, right, half of the seven were iffy. Yeah, I best. mean it's not like. I was watching Dallas New Orleans, and they called a New Orleans receiver for a block in the back on a run. <laughs> they showed you replay. Yeah. From his waist up, he was in front of the guy. It was his butt and legs that were behind him. Right. And they called a block in the back. <laughs> now his hands were on his back. Yeah. But his head was in front of him. Yeah. I, I don't know how you. You know how that. I feel yeah. about a front and a back. If you don't know between the front of a guy and the back of a guy. <laughs> I would cut you that night, or I would sit you until your substitute on punt return, especially on kickoffs and punt returns. You'd be, you can't you'd return be, one. You'd be like the drill. Holding. Blocking the dark. You'd be like the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. What side did that come from, pile? It, 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 I don't understand how you can't see a front or back. Right. I would put you, I would demote you immediately. I don't care who you are. You would not, you would sit and become second string until. Your guy, the guy that replaced you, hit a guy in the back. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. So, uh, perfect, at least, um, getting off the officiating, which we've ranted about all year already, and shit, we're only four games in. It's going to get worse. It is going to get worse. Um, Burfecht's out for the year. Antonio Brown, uh, since the last time we talked, got got released by the Patriots. That was no shocker. Um, but, you well, know, you know he was on the roster by the following Monday. They owed him $5 million of the $9 million roster. And he's going to go after, that's what the stories are, he's yeah. going to go after the money. He's going to go after the money that Good. he feels that the Raiders and the Patriots own. Uh, actually, he sued all three teams. He sued Pittsburgh. He sued, he has nine suits out there. Nine. I don't know what he has he's against the Steelers. Against Steelers against traded Pitts him. Uh, unless yeah, he's, but I unless think he's trying to get that last game check for I think Cincinnati game. I think that's what it was. All right. Um, I think he's trying because he didn't pay him for the game. He's suing Oakland for his guaranteed upfront money okay. and his roster bonus. Okay. And he's now suing Oakland for two different things. One would be the sign-up bonus, the guaranteed money, signing yeah. bonus, yeah. half of it, yeah. even though he had, they had till Monday to cut him. And they did. They cut him on Friday. So, uh, good luck. Good uh, luck. I mean, when, when, when the Patriots can't even put up with you, when you cross the line. Well, there, there is an article, someone, and there is an article that Bill Kraft, that Kraft and Belichick disagreed about cutting him. Who wanted, who wanted to cut him and who I wanted to keep him? Don't know. I don't really know. And I, honestly, I don't care. Whoever wanted to keep him was wrong. I think, He's if I had wrong. to guess, I think Kraft wanted to keep him. And Belichick wanted to come. I honestly don't know, but he also had a second person come say that he raped him. Or he harassed them. Sexual yeah, harassment. Yeah. So there was. He so there's, sent, two, there's two now people that are claiming that, and you're going to keep on your roster he and sent threat, And he sent, was sending threatening texts. And they have that. They actually they have, have those. those. Yeah, yeah, so there's proof about that. So, so I think <clears> the NFL <throat> suspends him for just, you know, behavior. Bad behavior type clause, yeah, don't they, which they can do. Um, Roger Goodell hasn't been seen in two years or heard from. Right. But if they do that, then all this goes away. Just, just he had a chance. Right. He's so talented. Right. And he just doesn't get it. Well, let's change gears because this is just annoying me. So let's go to call. <laughs> let's go to college football. And. Um, your Penn State Nittany Lions uh, didn't have much of a fight against uh, Maryland. No, they did. Um, the Terrapins, boy, you talk about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and they've been this way for like the past two or three years, but it seems like Penn State always has their number. And, they just and, don't have the talent. No. I mean, they, they have some I think, speed. I think it shows that Syracuse isn't very good because Syracuse no. just got wiped out by Maryland, and then Penn State wipes out, Penn State wipes out Maryland. So. Um, but yeah, that Maryland was... Maryland lose to Temple. Uh, Rutgers, some yeah. played them really tough. It was just ridiculous. But then they beat somebody the first or second they beat Sir They beat Syracuse, but that was the time where everybody had Syracuse ranked. Yeah. Syracuse does not deserve to be ranked. Um, Maryland quarterbacks are horrible. Yeah. 
So, we'll, you know, uh, Penn State, I believe they have. Jeez, I don't know. Purdue. They have Purdue. All right, so that's not going to be another W, but um, they uh, Pitt had to had to <laughs> squeak one out again. I mean, after a really Im- Delaware after a really impressive win against uh, Central right. Florida, Central Florida, yeah, a ranked Central Florida team. Um, but then, you know, Pitt with half of its offense standing on the sidelines was able to squeak out a 17-14 win. If you looked at the stats, you're like, oh my god! I mean, they should have won by three touchdowns. So- but why did this pick it hurt? It's funny. Narduzzi's playing like this Belichick thing where you're not really hearing what's going on. He did injure his shoulder against Central Florida. I think... There's, Nard- remember, there's no injury report. In no. And I think Narduzzi rolled the dice. He said, look, I think we can, we can win against Delaware with Nick Patty. Nick Patty did not play a bad game. He played, he played, he played, I mean, look. It just goes to show you that Pitt doesn't have a quarterback on their roster. No, but they, but look, this, this was the guy's first start. They won. It's a W, you know, and they're going to, Clemson's going to turn around against North Carolina and say it was a win. You know, even though. They're 4-0. Yeah, they're 4-0. Although, who Not in the right. hell, how many people lost money on that spread? Plenty. A lot. Plenty. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? North Carolina played them tough. But then again, it's a it's a Mac Brown team. He's in there. He's coaching them. He, so. he and he kept the ball away from the offense. He did. He did. He did it was nice fun. Job. God, that game was fun to watch. I found myself rooting for North. Well, Carolina. everybody was yeah. rooting for North Carolina, and they were going for two. Yeah. I didn't like the two. I thought it was a horrible I liked call. the rollout. I liked the quarterback rolling out, but give him it was options, an option. But no, it was a run option. It was a, yeah, yeah. You got to give him the option to run or pass. Right. Uh, Clemson's defensive front. Way I love the call, but I didn't like the option. And I, I wanted a pass. On and it. I totally, I totally get them going for two. I, I thought I, it was the best call of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. You was, have to. It was just, it was just fun to watch. Yeah, odds you beating them in overtime are not good. No, no. Go for it. You got the number one team. What have on you the got? Ropes. To, what do you got to lose? Right, nobody. What do you have to lose? Yeah. And now, listen. Everybody that's been talking about college football all week is talking about North Carolina. You're the story. Almost beat them. You're, You're the, the best story and that, of the week. And, and they were talking about it on the broadcast. They said the atmosphere in that stadium was unreal. I hope for North Carolina's sake, they had a bunch of possible recruits in there watching Yeah, me game. too. I mean, you know, cause uh, those kids played their tails off. They did. They did. They played hard. And it was fun. It was fun. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I still don't. Uh, now when it says you know, they lost in number one ranking, Alabama's number one. All right, whatever. Um... Of course they are. Sure. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what. Show me the team that's beating Ohio State right now. Alabama? How, how much think, money would you pay to go see I, Alabama, Ohio State right it'd now? Be, it would be great, but I think Alabama beats Ohio State. Yeah, I, and I don't. I don't honestly don't know because... Who uh, beats Oklahoma? Oklahoma's played nobody. That's the only thing. At least, I mean, Ohio State hasn't. They haven't really played anybody. Who's, who's, who's Alabama? Who's Alabama played? Play? Yeah, you know. Um, there's a and but what I mean is, you could literally say there's five teams right up there. Who are your four teams right now? If you had to pick the, if the playoff, Alabama, right Ohio State, Georgia, okay, um, Oklahoma, or LSU. So yeah. you would take you would take an LSU team over Oklahoma right now? Probably not. I would okay. probably go Oklahoma. Okay. LSU. All right. Um, I think it's all going to play out. LSU has a win over Texas. Okay. That's a good win. Yeah, because then, yeah, yeah. Alabama has an SEC schedule. They haven't played Western Montana State. <laughs> they always have that. They high. always have one of those games, like, right the toward end, the, end of, the yeah. end of the season. Utah State Polytech. <laughs> Computer scroll for the blind. Um, but Oklahoma's played no. I mean nobody, mm. but Jalen Hurts. Oh my God, he's playing. <laughs> he's impressive. He's you impressive. Say what you want, but he's played exactly how you want your quarterback to be against nobody. That's right. And, I mean, and just wiping them out, and, just wiping them out, and throwing the ball. Yeah, he's Alabama. He couldn't throw the ball. He wasn't very effective at it. Not very accurate. He, he didn't he have to now because he ran it or he handed it off right. to the NFL running backs now. 
<laughs> um, right. But holy crap, that kid is throwing it all over the field. Right. With a gun, like he's lasers. He's throwing lasers. Yeah, he's he's very very accurate, but he's also you know he's he's beating guys, he's beating teams with his legs too, and which we knew he could do. Did we talk about the Michigan dismantling by Michigan by Wisconsin? I that think was, was that was awesome. Yeah. Now <laughs> uh, here's the here's the thing about that. Wisconsin might not have more than three NFL prospects on their whole roster. Right. They always have linemen, but uh, uh, obviously they have a good running back. But I don't know how many receivers are going to be drafted. I don't know how many defensive players right. are going to be drafted. Right. Um, and they just Michigan was bad. And, yeah. You know, Michigan damn near lost the Army the week before that. Uh, yeah. Now they came back against a tough Rutgers team, <laughs> and everyone says, "Oh, good, Michigan's back on the course." Are you kidding me? It's Rutgers. Yeah. No. Uh, why are they even in the Big Ten? Rutger, Rutgers, and now the big story this week was that uh, uh, Narduzzi, Narduzzi's on their short list. <laughs> he should be, because that's exactly the kind of guy Rutgers would want to hire. Yeah, and you know what? If 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 Pitt loses Narduzzi to Rutgers, you may as well just hang it up. Because seriously, I guess Shiano's the Shiano's the lead candidate to go back there because he's got nowhere else. Well, to he's go. the only one that won. No, but, and no, so, yeah. he's so weird how he just quit everywhere he's been. He guy's a shyster. Right. Right. But this guy's a big coach. Your top uh, so your top twenty five uh, scoreboard number twelve Penn State over Maryland fifty nine to nothing, and then you had an upset uh, Arizona State beat Cal the Herm Edwards's. Uh, Sun Devils, uh, we'll twenty-four you this, to seventeen. They would not have won that game. Cal lost their quarterback in the end of the second quarter. Yeah, on a rollout left, where a guy actually grabbed like a shoelace, and he landed on his right elbow. Yeah, and it's that's a reason dislocated why. elbow. Uh, Cal was moving up and down the field. They they fumbled once. They uh, missed a field goal or something. Okay. But um, Herm Edwards is home. Right? Herm Edwards. Remember, Herm Edwards is a guy. Why well, I didn't like him as a coach in the pros. Play to win the game. He said one of his favorite plays was punting. Because if you punt, that means you got to fourth down and you didn't turn the ball over. Nice. I want uh, my coach to play for a punt. Another closer than expected game was Wisconsin over Northwestern. Yeah, but you know, that coming a, off a, off their Michigan game, you yeah. know there's gonna be a letdown. And you know what? Northwestern always plays tough. I mean, they they they're they're I think that guy, uh, their coach is yeah. one of the most underrated coaches in the him and David Cutcliffe of Duke. Yeah, I like Cutcliffe. Yeah, Cutcliffe looks like an accountant. That's his problem. <laughs> um, I mean, what the hell? Northwestern's coach is, um, let me think of his name. He's an ex-player, ex-linebacker, I believe. Yeah, he actually played Pat. Um, For, uh, Fitzgerald? Yes, thank okay. you. Thank so, you. Um, the guy's a great coach. Yeah. How many Northwestern guys are in the pros? You don't go to Northwestern to be a pro football player. You go because it's one of the best colleges in the country. Yeah. As far as business and, yeah. and, and going on. Northwestern, if you look up up and down NFL rosters, mm -hmm. you're not going to find many Northwestern kids. No, you'll find a few. But a couple. But there'll but be a couple. Yeah. not a lot of pro guys there. Mm -hmm. um, but they play hard. They do play uh, hard. And they, 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 he knows how to play. You know what he does? He plays assignment football. Right. You're a middle linebacker. On this play, you've got the running back. If he goes out to catch a pass, if he comes in, you stay with that. Right. And they do a really do nice your job. job of that. Do your job. They do not veer from mm -hmm. their assignment. The, um, but that was a good game. But you knew it was coming with a letdown after you played Michigan. Last two weeks, um, Notre Dame goes into Georgia and loses a close game. A lot closer than what people thought it would be. Um, I won that game. And then uh, uh, Notre Dame game. beats Virginia. Yeah. Did you bet? Did you bet that one? Did I you? bet both Notre Dame both games. Did you? Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, Motor, I, I'm going to tell you right now. Notre Dame's coach, yeah. in my opinion, is top five in the country. I would take Explain him. Explain yourself. I think he's an. Uh, I want you to name me. I I don't know if you can name five coaches better than him. Nick Saban. One. Oh, Maybe he's Urban, currently Meyer. Act, Urban Meyer, but he's, he's not, not active he's not right coaching. Now. But okay, I'll give you, even if he was, okay. I, I would give, give him that. Urban Meyer. Um, as far as you look at Notre Dame's record is concerned, 
Right, if you look at Notre Dame's record, yeah. and again, they're doing it with a quarterback, his last name's Book, who runs the ball as, as well as he throws it. Um, Notre Dame's team is so underrated every year. The last, especially the last, I don't know, five years. Mm-hmm. They're winning 10, and their schedule is every year it's one of the top five toughest schedules in the country. Not like they used to play. They, they don't Army, Navy, Air Force, Merchant Marines, yeah. and you know Hempfield High School. <laughs> Notre Dame, for the last five years, has played anybody. And I, I mean, first game of the year, Notre Dame has opened up against Alabama. They've right. opened up against well, a big time team. Notre Ohio Dame. State. Notre Dame. The thing that annoys people, and and I, you know, I talk to some people that just are as much anti-Notre Dame as they are pro-Penn State or Penn. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, yeah. You know, I, <clears throat> I, I, and I'll, I'll be fully transparent. I, I grew up, I'm, I'm a Notre Dame fan. Nice. But people get irritated at the fact that they're still an independent and that they're not in a conference. And well, that is a, that, they should be in the Big Ten. Well, some people say they should be in the ACC. Well, they're right in the but, middle of Big Ten country. But they play an ACC schedule now. So the thought is, is that they think the NCAA should force Notre Dame to make up their mind and join somewhere because they're split all over the place. They don't, Notre Dame is in the catbird seat. They don't have to do it. They don't have to do anything. They've got that contract with NBC. Well, They've here's got, the thing. You know, everything that You're they, right, they, they, they control it all. But at the time that they didn't want to join a conference, they were the only team that had a television contract. Right. There was no Big Ten network. There was no, There's no SEC. There's yeah. no ACC network. Right. Now they all do. And they're right in the middle with Illinois, Indiana. They're right in Big Ten country. And then you'd have natural rivalries with right. Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State. And will Wisconsin. It, will it ever happen in our lifetime? <laughs> I think it will, only because there's so much more TV revenue now. And don't tell me they don't get screwed at the end of the year being an independent. They have to go undefeated. Right. As an independent, they're losing out with one loss to an SEC one-loss team. Well, everybody gets everybody looks at their record against top five teams over this number of years, and they they have a terrible record. Yeah, they, they, they get, And you know they were in the they they were in the um, championship game them. when Alabama smoked them, and that year actually they should have gotten beat by Pitt. In Notre Dame, Pitt should have should have won that game, so they'd have had a loss. That was Manti Teo's senior year. Then, um, Mike you know, Golick last Jr. year played on that team too. La- Mike Golick Jr. played uh, Mike, baseball on that. Oh, Golick Jr. Yeah. I think. And then, um, I like. Last I think year, Brian Kelly's a great coach. Last year they got smoked by Clemson, but shit. Then Clemson turned around and smoked Alabama in the championship game. So what are you going to say? And then you've got some of these guys on television saying, Notre Dame should never be allowed in the playoff again. Yeah, that's just uh, wrong. Yeah, that's just, that's wrong. I mean, you sometimes can't. you do get, it's all matchups. Right. Why do you think New England almost lost at Buffalo? Um, it's matchups. Every right. week is different. It right. doesn't matter who played who and this guy beat them and they beat them. It's, it's individual matchups. Right. Notre Dame has the speed. They have the line. They have a chance to win. I don't think they have an NFL quarterback. And I think when you're playing teams like Georgia and Clemson, they both have NFL quarterbacks. Jake Fromm, um, you got the Clemson kid who's a who's a legitimate sophomore. He's right. not a redshirt sophomore. He's a freaking sophomore. He started and won the national championship as a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, that kid, I'd have been shitting my pants... And during the national anthem <laughs> with Alabama across me, I'm 19 years old, and he just smoked him. And nothing just faces sm- no. this kid. No, nothing. No. And then you got Alabama with Tua Via. Yeah. Um, you got these teams that have NFL quarterbacks. Right. I don't think this book kid is, but no. uh, I'm going to tell you what, Brian Kelly. Every year he gets a lot of talent out of these kids, and he does not shy away. Now I think they play. Honestly, I think they played Bowling Green this week. But having said that, who cares? Right. I mean, they played Georgia already. They just beat Virginia. They got USC and Michigan coming up. 
This week, um, some of the top, interesting top 25 games. Um, you've got 14 Iowa going to 19 Michigan. Um, this is going to be a good one. Number seven Auburn at number 10 Florida. That'll be that'll be a good game to watch. Yeah, if uh, Florida's chances there rely on if they can get a pass rush on Auburn's offensive line. Right, right. Florida has entire front. Florida has NFL players at both end positions in D tackle. Right. Um, for local, you've got uh, Pitt traveling to Duke, uh, as we mentioned before. I'm going to tell you State. right now, Duke is no fluke. No, they're no joke. I, we I watched, them them dismantle, week, watched them dismantle Virginia Tech this weekend, um, this past weekend. Um, also locally, uh, Texas comes to West Virginia, which uh, Texas is ranked number 11, so we'll see how that plays out for the Mountaineers. Yeah, I don't think West Virginia can throw the ball. Um, Michigan State is at Ohio State. And that's kind of like the more interesting matchups we have going into this. Only because of Michigan State's coach. He, well, he will State. find a he'll find a weakness. And he's going to do the same thing, the exact same thing. Is control the ball with his running game. Try to keep the ball. Keep them State off the field. Yeah. that's what he's going to. You have to. Right. You absolutely have to. Right. Right. So we'll talk about that next week. See what some of uh, some of these um, outcomes are. These games. I think Pitt has a. A real challenge going into Duke and, and, and trying to win. I think Duke impressed the daylights. My only problem with that is Pitt is not running the ball like Pitt always runs the ball. No, we'll, we'll see who's back. We'll see who's back on the field uh, for Pitt. See if they've wise. got quarterback wise. See if they've got their running backs. You know, and they, they had a couple of defensive guys hurt. So we'll see uh, see what goes on. So let's let's shift let's, gears a little bit and talk about the Buckos uh, and Clint Hurdle uh, uh, getting fired, uh, but Neil Huntington's still there, the general manager. One of the most classless things I've ever seen. Here you are on the last Sunday of the regular season. Last yeah, game. One game left in the year. You are you are honoring the the retirement of Steve Blass, who's meant so much to this franchise. Not only a player, but not right. only as a player, an ambassador and an announcer. One of the nicest people you could ever meet, by the way. On the planet. Inc- incredibly humble. Incredibly classy, Very humble, humble guy. And they decide to fire Clint Hurdle that day. Not only that day. Not only that day. He did the pregame press conference. Right. And then they fire him. And then that becomes the story. Not Steve Blass, but the firing of Clint Hurdle becomes the story. That was pathetic. It was a really, really bad look for the Pittsburgh organization that obviously doesn't care about how it looks. Because, honestly... Pittsburgh doesn't care how Pittsburgh looks. They keep going. They keep going. They keep buying tickets. Pittsburgh continues to suck. They continue to make bad trades. How is Neil Huntington still have his job after the Chris, on the Chris Archer, Chris Archer trade. trade? Yeah. Did you see all the ex-Pirates that are in the playoffs this year? Did you see who got Offensive Player of the Month and Pitcher of the Month? Yeah. Meadows? Mm-hmm. Former, that he traded former, for Archer. Right, right. And the pitcher. Glassnow. Uh, Glassnow. Yeah. Yeah. Both of Tampa Bay. Both Amazing. Both got the awards. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's just... All I can tell you is the general manager, Neil Huntington, must have pictures <laughs> of a very compromising <laughs> position that obviously can't get out. I don't... I, I just... I don't... How is he still on the team? If you're going to fire the manager, the manager has to put the players on the field that you give them. I'm going to steer everybody toward DK Sports Pittsburgh, Dejan uh, Kovacevic's. The article? The, the article that he Wonderful wrote. Wonderful I, I retweeted it on Twitter. And please, I retweeted your retweeted tweet. Please, please read this article. I, I, I got I to give it up for uh, Dejan because I'll tell you what, that's one of the best articles I've read. It's a really read. good article. I also it's think very, it's a pipe dream a little bit. It, I, but you know what? Look. He got it. He got a response from Mayor Peduto. Peduto got back, and there's there's been other people getting back to him that enough is enough. This is it because that matter. I, I I get it. Is here's Mayor Peduto on the team. Here's the worst. Here's the worst part about. Is it. Mayor Peduto going to buy the team? Here's the worst part about all this, and he's right. Um, 
you could have one person show up for a ball game. Yeah. One. But He's still, still making, making money. money. Absolutely. He's still making money. He is a ninety. He he owns ninety percent of the team. Yeah. He's bought everybody out. That's, and he is gets, judge, jury, and executioner. And he gets the revenue he's just sharing. Ma- he's from just making all a profit. The other teams. And and you know what they're talking about? Well, the cable contracts coming up. He'll take a bad deal again. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. AT and T Sportsnet's care about one thing and one thing only. You know what it is? Ratings. Ratings. People that don't go to pirate games, whether it's because they don't feel like traffic, whatever it is, or right. they stink, right. they still watch them on They AT&T. watch on TV. They watch the games. It's Pittsburgh. Right. They watch baseball games. So they're going to make money. Um, this Nothing's going to change in Pittsburgh until the owner sells, and there's nothing. There's no, you, there's, there's no there's, reason for him to sell. He's making money. Dejan brought up the example of what happened in Milwaukee after they built Miller Park. And yeah, I get that. That, that. that was that was interesting. I guess you could, you know, Peduto, I believe, in his leverage. tweet even mentioned that they really don't have like legal leverage. No, they here don't. With us. Milwaukee did. Milwaukee had some leverage. Milwaukee, Milwaukee had business people that were right. supporters and giving them money, saying they're done. Right. No more. You. This is ridiculous. And Bud Selig stepped in. Remember, Bud Selig before he was commissioner was on the Brewers. Right. Right. Um, he was. He was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, his family on the Brewers. Right, right. So he's the one. He's the one that did all this jockeying around. But anyway, it was it was classless by the Pit Pirate organization. Nobody shocked. Horrible. They took the day away from Blast and his family. Right. Um, and if you're going to fire him, why do you let him go out to a pregame press conference? Did he fart in the press box <laughs> on the way down the field? And they said, "That's it. That Can is you, so bad. You're done." Could you imagine his, his like he gave the press conference? Yeah. He was under. Walked back down the tunnel. Walked down the tunnel, and all of a sudden, there's a knock on your door, and it's Neil Huntington. It's the last game of the year. By the way, you're done after this game, and I'm hoping Hurdle basically told him. He did. He says, "Well, I'm not coaching." Well, I'm not coaching today. He did. That's exactly what they said. Yeah. They said. Then piss off. They said this is you're going to be your last game. But why do it? Why not wait till after the game and say we we've decided to go in another direction? That was and and Huntington's press conference was the most uncomfortable, cringeworthy thing I've ever seen. I didn't it even was watch ju- it. It was just, it. you know, and then you, you you read the the release that Nutting didn't write, Obviously that he had somebody not. write for yeah. him. Yeah. Because, like, Hunt- he really gives a Huntington crap. Huntington wrote it. Yeah, exactly. It was just, you know, what you, you don't think that this franchise can sink any lower. And then, and then you're shocked. And, then and they, they do. do. And you're they not shocked. They find a way to do it. Yeah. They My find a way. My whole thing is, I watched that whole thing because I think... You, when you heard about all the fights in the locker room, fights right. between relief pitchers, fights between coaches and right. players, he lost the locker room. He's going to go. He, yeah. He had to go. Plus, his second half was Little League-esque. Right. Um, however, the fact that Huntington still has his job I, I is a disgrace. I just don't I don't understand how he still has a job. I'm telling you, he's got compromising pictures. Him and Coonley. You know, all the, all the stuff that... All the stuff that somebody they, was at blush the BS, after hours. The B, you got snapped. Well, not somebody got snapped. Not pictures. not Bob Nutting from Twitter. He goes to blush a lot. <laughs> One of my but favorite. I'm gonna Twitter say it follow. again. Two 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 pages you got to follow on Twitter. Not Bob Nutting and obviously Tomlin. Obviously, those Tom. those two. And they're both are hilarious. Two you you have to. You've got to follow those guys. Yeah, but, but it's it's. I just shake, and I don't know, and I, and who the hell are they going to hire as a manager? Who well, the hell is going to come? A lot of people just let go. Joe Madden's available. He's not coming. Joe Madden he's will not come. He's, no. Hell, he's from PA. He's not coming. He's from Hazleton. He grew he's up not in coming. Hazleton. You know. Um, that kid, will, Joe Madden might come. Tom Prince. <laughs> no, Tom <laughs> Prince might not going to do it. Um, let me, whoever it is is going to have to say, we're not going to give you shit for players. Yeah, you're not going to have anybody. You're going to lose. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't mind your career managing, unless you've got somebody, play, unless play. unless Madden has, and I, I know he has a gigantic ego. Like Madden has a huge ego. That he won't come. Unless, but the thing is, unless Madden says, "I'm going to show everybody what an amazing manager I am. I'm going to go coach this team to the playoffs." If he thinks he has, like, if his ego is that large. Well, if he thinks he can get Chris Archer to go five innings and give up less than five runs. <laughs> 
and throw less than 114 pitches. As a manager, <laughs> knock yourself out. I mean, we already know that uh, their pitching staff, um, what's his face, number one's out next year too. Yeah. Yeah, so we're... Um, we're so we still got the same old fellas. He's not spending money to bring in a pitcher. No, he's, he's not, not spending, spending money, money. That, You the, got the, two good... The, the best thing down. about the Pittsburgh were the two rookies. Yeah. Um, and Bell had a great half. Yeah. He had a historic half. Right. He didn't do shit the second half. He dropped right, right back down. Brian Longo Reynolds didn't play. Brian, Brian Reynolds was great. He was. Brian Reynolds is a great story. And not only was he great, but they were fun to watch. They were fun They had a lot of comebacks this year yeah. in the late innings. Yeah. And it had to do a lot with them getting on base and Bell hitting a homer or whatever. Right. Um, but, uh, good luck managing that team. Right? They're they just still don't awful. have a shortstop. No. They're just awful. And it's, it's you Cervelli know. Cervelli has gone. Diaz can hit, but hell, he Diaz, gets 14 balls a week. And here's what's amazing. Jacob Stallings was a pleasant surprise. He yeah, really he was. was. He actually didn't he, play enough. No, he was a pleasant surprise. That I mean, man's giant. So he, even if he closes his eyes and swings hard, when he connects, it's, <laughs> it's a good hit. Because that dude can't run, and he's a better catcher. Defensively. He's a good defensive guy. He is. He, he is. He's good, but I don't know. Diaz can hit anything, he, but he can he can he? How many games can Stalich play? That's that's the thing. How how would it really upset you with a horrible team to have them uh, righty lefty? And let me ask you a question. Well, first of all, Searage has got to go. Yeah, I think he did get fired. I, I think, think Searage he, got fired. I don't think he did. I don't think he's been fired. All right. He's, I, he's I thought be, I read something that he was going. Well, Another coach went other I, than Goop, other than him. I think he's I think he's going to be gone, but um, but I, I believe that uh, um, it says the report is that pitching coach is expecting to be fired. All right, maybe that's what I saw. He's expecting to be fired. So you know who wants to be the next Pirates manager, don't you? I know. Jason Kendall. Jason Kendall, what? next catcher. He said he wants to be the next Pirate manager. Where is he? Where is he coaching now? He's not coaching. He played this year. But he was hurt. Got hurt at the end of the year. He says he wants to retire and coach part. Yeah, well. He was a jackass when he was here. So I imagine what he'd be like as a manager. Yeah, I don't know. I, so, I, I I just think that they're... Uh, what an embarrassing just, end of the season. Between... I think I, <laughs> like, welcome to the Pirates trying to beat their 20-year record of losing. Because that's where I think we're we're starting here. If nothing remains the owner, I think that that's exactly where we're going. That they're just going to, here, here's the next streak. Here's the next subpar 500 record streak. We're going to try to beat 20 years. That's yeah. our record. We're going to try to beat it. I just, uh, congratulations. You've uh, got a beautiful ballpark. One of the most beautiful parks in, in, number in one. baseball. Number one. In my opinion, I've been to a lot. I've been yeah. to 27 of them. Yeah. Hands down. It, it, it's right up there. Yeah. It's top. I can't say. Arizona's gorgeous. Yeah, that's like a Arizona. nice play. I, I saw I watched and the ball game there. And in all honesty, when I was at some of these parks, they were they've been redone since then. They've got yeah. a new one since then. I haven't been to um, like the new Cincinnati. I haven't been yeah. I was at the old place. Out at Riverfront Stadium, the yeah, the I was. Uh, twin of I was uh, at the, three rivers. I was at the old Cleveland mistake on the lake. I, I I was at Tiger Stadium the last I was at the, the old Tiger. The old ti that's where I was. I was at the old Tiger Stadium. I've been to Comerica, but Me I was too. at the old Tiger Stadium, and I just remember we were sitting in the stands. Uh, we were watching. Um, that was in a nice area town. <laughs> well, I just remember Holy water crap. water dripping on me from my seat. That's how old it was. Just Getting to water. the Tiger Stadium as you pass pawn oh, shops, gun shops. And all of them have those uh, chained fences. Although I got down. to see, I got to see a rare event, a rare baseball event. Oh, and again, so Chuck, uh, Chuck Finley was pitching for the Angels right. <clears throat> at the time, before he got beat up by Tony Katane. <laughs> and he got, that. he was one of those rare feats: four strikeouts in an inning. Yeah. And so it was just true, like my, my friends and I looked at each other like, "Wow! Like you rarely see that." And it was. Uh, it was a. It was. Yeah, I think the, he pitched. I remember Finley pitched a great game. Tigers lost, but I just remember you know going to that old stadium and you know it. It, it had 
like charm and all that, but it had to go. <laughs> it was just it was ugly. they had repair. They it was had in a bad area section. Bad area. I got a, I got a. Comerica is beautiful. I've been to Comerica. Been to Comerica. It's Comerica. a beautiful, beautiful ballpark. But well, I'll tell you what, you can't, you can't hold up a candle to PNC. I mean, PNC is a beautiful just place. Just the backdrop. I think Miller. I think Miller Park is terrible. Uh, I've been I was to Miller, in Miller Park. Park I was when not they impressed. Closed the roof. I was not impressed. And uh, Ricky Weeks hit a ball that is still to this day the hardest hit ball I've ever seen in my right. life. No, the hardest hit ball I ever saw was McGuire uh, when he was still playing for the when he was playing for the A's when I was at Jacobs Field, and I watched him hit the Budweiser <laughs> sign and straight away center right yeah. next to the scoreboard and put a dent in it. That was the hardest hit ball I ever saw. It was Ricky incredible. Weeks was what a second baseman for the Brewers, um, and he hit like two hundred, but he ended up with twenty five home runs every year. <laughs> he hit a ball that was still going up when it hit the roof, wow. a closed roof. <laughs> <laughs> it was a home run. It wasn't yeah. center field. It was left center. Yeah. And it was still going. It was still cresting. Wow. Never, and it got out in like six seconds. God. I've never seen anything. And the sound that it made with the roof closed was incredible. <laughs> so much stuff. But I also uh, got a home run ball there. Oh, did you catch a home run ball there? The day before, the very next day, I got a foul ball in Cleveland. Okay. Man, you're. Can I tell you a story about the kid trying to shut my hand in a foldable seat? And tried to knock the ball tried to out get of my the ball. Hand. How old was this kid? Twelve. <laughs> I was probably thirty-eight, and I was gonna clock him. <laughs> I told my buddy, I said, "I'm gonna get arrested because I'm gonna punch this twelve-year-old or eight-year-old right in the face." Uh -huh. I caught the ball. It landed in the seat behind us, and I reached over and grabbed it. And yes. This kid ran in and shut my hand in between the seats and was trying to knock the ball out of my hand. Which is, he was a smart. Kid. <laughs> That's a smart move on his part. Yeah. Well, then I'll follow up with a story and we'll wrap up. <laughs> So where you where you wanted to like Once take out a twelve year old? Everybody. I, I wanted to take <laughs> out a senior citizen. Oh, so, so that this, this is not as exciting, but uh, my wife and I went to the Palace Theater down in uh, in Greensburg to see Foreigner. See what a heavy metal band? I'm well, you know me, but no, it's Foreigner. <laughs> so you would have you, you know this isn't something you wouldn't have enjoyed. You'd have known I would have liked, I like you'd, Foreigner. You'd have known a lot of the songs. I'm going to tell you now, Foreigner 4 is one of my favorite okay. albums. And I still, I still have the cassette. Box I still have the cassette. Um, all of them. Great, great, great I album. Um, but we were, we had great seats. We were like in the first four rows. And it was toward the end of the concert. <clears throat> and I, I love, like you catch foul balls. I have a tendency of catching guitar picks. Nice. I'm really good at it. So this guitar pick came and it was on the floor. And I reached down and grabbed it, and this old fart put his foot oh, on my hand. Yeah. And he's he's like, he's really, he's pressing. Yeah, I looked up at him, I said, do you want to lose that foot? <laughs> and he took his foot off my hand. Uh, well, you, so all you really had to do is grab his foot and lift up. I didn't, I, I, I did not, I did not want to be charged yeah. with anything. I just said, do you want to lose it? He would have, he'd have been in a wheelchair laying in aisle three. So... Hey everybody! An hour goes by really, really quick. What didn't we get? And to this one. Um, well, uh, we talked about hurdle. Yeah. College the, football, pro football. Next time yeah. we talk, the Penguins will have dropped the puck. Oh, that's what season. I was going to say. New season. Yeah, starts. new season. What's that? Under is that? You know the exact date by offering. the um, the Penguins actually. They're, they're oh. I believe so. They're hosting the uh, they're hosting the Sabers. I might try um, to go to that game. The Saber, the uh, home opener. Yeah, I might try to go to the home opener. I got a. Uh, a relative of mine is still a student at Duquesne. He can get in the lottery. Yeah, so it's actually Thursday, the Thursday night, night uh, the third. They're play. They're hosting the Buffalo yeah, Sabres. I'm gonna at have to get on that. Yeah, Luke, if you're listening, get us tickets. Get in the lottery. <laughs> if you can get us three, get three. We'll get. We'll get so we'll talk. Eight. We'll do like a little. Uh, how about next time? We'll do like a little NHL Penguin preview yeah. for the year. Predictions. Uh, we'll have a game or two. Wrong. Predictions that will go wrong. Um, you know, the, then we'll have, um, it won't be long before college basketball will start getting going. I know that the Panthers are yeah. in training camp. And Major League, uh, the playoffs are in full And the playoff, swing. NBA, uh, and um, MLB playoffs will be in full swing. Tonight, there's that. a wild card game tonight, there's yeah. a wild card game tomorrow, and then the series starts. Yeah, we'll talk about so that. So we'll get into that, too. It's just, what do you want tonight? Tonight's is, is Washington and Milwaukee, and Scherzer's pitching. Yeah. I know it's one game and anything could happen, but I still don't know if Yelich is available. Uh, remember he got hurt. He fractured his kneecap. I don't himself think himself in the knee with a foul ball. Fractured a kneecap. That, that hurts. Watch it. Nah, not at all. 
God. And then you've got the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays at the Oakland A's. Yeah, how about those two small market teams? You get Tampa but they Bay actually Oakland. do it right. I, you know what? I was watching Moneyball the other night. It's a, a, a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's a really good, you know, Huntington should Billy watch Bean, it, I guess. With all it means is he's, a, he's an actual genius because they, again, I heard him speak made one the time. playoffs today, again this year. I heard him speak, like, actually, at a, at, a, at a conference. I heard him speak. It's really, really interesting to hear him talk and uh, discuss analytics and how That's he did good. that. You're listening like to Billy Bean, and I heard John Pin, John Fischette, the comedian, speak. <laughs> and he was funny as <laughs> shit, just so you know. Well, hey, everybody, uh, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on, um, Facebook. on Facebook. We're going to be posting this. It'll be on iTunes. It'll be on SoundCloud. Please, please, please give us a like. Before we go, yes, we're trying. We're going to get a guest. Um, okay. The guy that you said wrote that article that you liked about the Pirates. Deja. We need to contact him um, and see if he'd like to come on. I'd love for him to come because on. Because you want to talk about a guy that knows his shit. Yeah, he was... And yeah. has different opinions and some opinions. Um, we're going to try to make that happen, guys. And we'll, we'll try to do that between now and the next two shows. Yeah, yeah. I'll reach out to him. And uh, I, I'd, lo- I'd, love, I'd love to have him on the show. Even to speak on the article. Yeah, yeah. I just said, You guys be fascinated because it, it hit home. And I think he's he's got that... Uh, I'll be curious to see what that, uh, that hashtag, our team, not his, that he started, uh, if that goes anywhere. But hey... He got a rise out of Mayor Peduto. He got uh, got yeah. some, you know, there were some, it looked like there was an anonymous pirate employee that texted him. Probably so. a guy that sells popcorn. <laughs> well, hey, we'll, we'll have to talk about, uh, speaking of which, I saw that there was a Miami Dolphins vendor that got <laughs> that got busted for charging a dude $750 for two beers. Yeah. So, and the guy paid it. <laughs> he paid it, then he got an alert saying, we think he's been had. <laughs> so, hey, right, give us thanks, a listen. Everybody. We have a lot of fun with this. Uh, check us out next time. Until next time, see ya.